MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts carol g juan gabriel christina aguilera what do these three have in common you mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. As the number one audio company, iHeartMedia gives you access to all. Every audience, live conversations, trusted influencers, and the insights and data you need to grow. iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. More women are admitting to wearing dupe engagement rings to avoid losing their actual rings. Uh. So other women, I guess, are buying these fake rings on Amazon... Because they, um, I, I guess they, they want like to men not to approach them, so they wear the ring as some form of insulation protection. I, I don't know what it is. Like they, if the fake, I mean, you've heard about like servers and different bartenders or whomever wearing fake rings before, so right. that men don't hit on them. But um, the thing with the fake rings is here. Here's my thing. What's your thing? She got fake rings now that people are admitting to wearing because they don't want to wear the real one because they don't want the real one to get stolen or lose it or whatever. I got that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. And then you've got the lab-grown diamonds, right, which are like a quarter of the price or less of the of quote-unquote real diamonds, mm -hmm. natural diamonds. I realize lab-grown diamonds are real, which is fine. Okay. Now, I, I'm, I'm making these numbers up because I have not shopped for an engagement ring in, well, ever, actually. <laughs> but, like, here's my thing. Why would I... And, and I'm sure jewelers are going to... If you have an opinion on this, I'd love to hear it. 855-591-1035. If I meet the woman of my dreams tonight and go to the store tomorrow to buy a big diamond ring. Let's say I got all kinds of money. And I want to get a two or three carat natural diamond ring. Whoa. $50,000, $70,000, know, know, depending on the quality of the, of the ring. Right? I mean, doing? we're talking tens of thousands of dollars. I can get a lab-grown diamond, same size, is perfect for like... 
what, 10? 10. Mm -hmm. So why would I buy the real one? And I say real, but only because I'm saying real versus manufactured, lab-grown. Mm-hmm. Like, so why would I go and get you the one from Tiffany's or whatever? I don't know, some name brand. Why would I go get you the one that's, that was grown on the ground when I can get you one that looks just as good, that no one can tell the difference about, that's chemically, you know, whatever, compositionally the same thing? But but yet, does it seem cheaper if I tell you that it was lab-grown Versus, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but, but if, we're, if we're going for, like, optics, and if you're telling me that you're not going to wear it anyway because it's too big and cumbersome and it will get in the way, slash, it might get stolen, well, then why don't I just buy you a fake-ass ring from the very beginning? <sighs> Tell me why not. If I was a man, I would definitely buy a fake ring. If I was a man. But as a woman, like, I don't want to, I want a real, I, for, in my sick mind, I think somebody's going to run up on me one day with a diamond tester. Like, you know, what else? Lab, lab grown is still real diamonds. It is? Right? Yeah. It's just significantly less expensive. It's not cubic zirconia. You oh, know, so the, no, the, not, the diamond not, tester won't it, pick it up? It's, I don't think it's, no. I, I don't know how that's, again. The I, diamond I tester. <laughs> the naked eye won't, is what well, I Well, first of all, you, I'm, I would never lie to someone and tell them, like, oh, hey, this is re- this is a real three-carat perfect, oh, you I know, would. natural diamond. But then it's fake. No, see, that's a lie. And then that's when the diamond <laughs> tester comes up, and then, and then you get diamond tested, and then it's like the whole relationship falls apart, because it's like, well, what else did you lie about? Um, you know? Like, why did you lie to me? about them but at the same time you know i i don't know like i i, I realize that that women will say i want what and want any ring or i just want the ring that you choose or the ring that you can afford we've had these conversations over the years about all these different things but let's face it men want to be able to give keys right not in their head no that won't work uh, the the ring, oh, I, thought any not, ring? I thought you were not in your head because of any ring comment yeah no it should be a ring that i should be proud to wear Okay. I gotta wear this for the rest of my life. Well, apparently not. Apparently, you, you can just put it away and wear something else because that one might get lost. Lab-grown diamonds will pass a diamond tester. Oh, we in business, baby. <laughs> <laughs> we in business. They have the same carbon composition as natural diamonds. Like I'm not, I'm not criticizing a lab-grown diamond by any means. But let's face it: if I go out and buy a gigantic freaking rock. Uh, come on. Like, what am I really doing as a man? I'm sending a signal. Yes, I love you so much, but I want the rest of the world to think mm-hmm. that I got dough and I spent it on you. Mm. And that's what other people want you to think, right. too. So if I so if I go out and buy a ring that looks like it costs $100,000, but it really only costs ten or twenty because I got a lab-grown diamond instead, am I not posing already? Like, why not just get... A suitable ring, no matter what the charge, no matter how much it costs. Well, if it passed the diamond test, I think you're being smart. You're being economically yeah, smart. It's not you know CZ, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, <laughs> if you could get a beautiful rock for half the price and it still passed the diamond mm-hmm. test, why not? Okay, but if we're going to move into lab-grown diamonds now, then why not just buy you a st- any kind of stone now that just is just what you like? Well, now you're going crazy. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> it's, it's optics. Isn't it all optics anyway? You expect me to stay with the same same, you know... Wiener, so I have to stay with the same ring. Okay, so would you? Would it matter to you if you got a lab-grown diamond yes. versus a natural diamond? Yes. So what if it means I have to get you a substantially smaller natural diamond? That's fine. I don't care about the size. Honestly. You want a natural diamond. You do not want a lab-grown mm-hmm. diamond. Would you be offended if they never told you? Like they're like, here's yes. your diamond. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. But you your diamond. Do you see what I'm saying? I'm like, <laughs> you have a question? Like if, this, if it's not about, if it's not about trying to look a certain kind of, if it's not about image, 
then why not just go buy the same diamond that you would buy, natural, but lab-grown, and just save a ton of money? But that's not what people do. They take the same budget. Let's say I have 20, I don't know, let's say I have $10,000 to spend on a ring. It's a lot of money, right? And I can get like a half a carat or a carat, whatever. I'm making this. We have a diamond seller on the phone. She can tell us. And, and Okay, so I could buy you a one carat ring. Mm-hmm. That's not what people do. They take the same $10,000 and they go, well, now I can buy a two. So it's right. bigger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's not natural, but it's bigger. So that's got to be better for me and for everybody because it looks a certain kind of way. But in reality, it's not worth double. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, so why not just buy the ring I can afford no, or, right. or save the money. But yeah. either way, yeah. I don't have to. I don't have to make it look bigger. As you said, it's status. Unfortunately, right. Erica, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Erica? Why do I go spend a bunch of money on a ring just so I can uh, now I can hear in this trend that women aren't even going to wear it? They will wear it, and a lab created diamond comes up with the same properties as mine diamond. It's just like a quarter of the price. But it has color clarity. One's just grown out of petri dish versus one's grown out of the earth. Okay, but but, I would but, always discuss it with my partner. I wouldn't just tell them later that it was lab grown. But Erica, wouldn't you agree? <laughs> like I've had this conversation with like uh, I don't want to call on any particular jeweler, but because it's they're the ones selling it, they're not making these decisions. But people will come in with a budget, and they'll say, "Well, you can buy yeah. this natural one, or you can buy this this monster lab grown one." And everyone seems to go with the bigger one just because it's bigger. And, like, that's not the point. Well, that's just your own personal preference. If you want bigger, then I would go lab created because it's cheaper. Like, mm-hmm. yesterday I just sold a three-carat diamond lab created uh, for $4,500. Dang. Or if you buy a mine diamond, it's going to cost you over $15,000. Mm-hmm. So, I think a three-carat probably be a lot more than that, right? Well, it depends on the color and clarity and the cut. But I guess like my that. point is, if I'm buying a three-carat diamond, I want everybody to think that I'm loaded. Right? Otherwise, why? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. So then why why even do that? Like, just, just get whatever. I don't, I don't know. It just seems so crazy to me. Like, my mom. My, you've yeah. heard the story before, my mom. And thank you, Erica, by the way. Have a great day. I'm glad you called. You're welcome. Have a nice day. You know, my, my parents, they got... Anyway, my parents got divorced, and my mom met this man, dated him, he adopted us, he got married, all this stuff. He designed, he's a, he's a mechanical engineer, he designed the ring himself, it's a big, huge rock, and it, but it's, it's not a contemporary design, it was a 90s design, but he made it himself. Which I love. Right? And she does wear it still, but it's a big ring, so she wears it a whole lot less than she wears, like, a much less expensive ring, and so then, it's, I, I think my dad's kind of like, well, really glad I dropped all the dough on that, because it never comes out, really. Right. So why don't why don't we just start with something nice and small? <laughs> I mean, I don't disagree. They're, they're willing to accept that. I mean, but it's scary to wear nice things out now. You know? I, no, I get it. Yeah. No, I get it. But um, you still have it. It's still yours forever. I want to do what your mom does. I want to put my ring away and wear the wedding band only because yeah. I like it. It's just it's simple. I chose a very simple style just whatever and i'm getting shamed by my own husband of like well i bought you a ring so why would you not wear it i'm like because i don't want to wear it i really just want to be simple with it it's interesting how my mind has changed over the years before i was like that girl like look at me everybody in my ring like i'm gonna get the best ring out there but it's like so different now i I just think if it's all about optics then this whole thing is dumb for five minutes oh no see i don't i wasn't talking about you i just mean in general yeah like why are we going out and getting monster rings because we want the world to think that we have more 
more than we have. Yeah. Well, well, that's dumb. So right. why not just why not just get a less expensive ring then and save money and spend it on the wedding or something else? I highly recommend that, please. If anyone here is listening and thinking about it, that's the advice. Big Tim, turn the radio off. <laughs> baby, don't play with me. <laughs> See, there you go. She wants a big-ass ring. I don't, it doesn't have to be big, but it has yeah. to be something that I'm proud to Same. wear. Some, I, I need to be able to see it from my, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't right. need to from where? From the moon, apparently. Okay, so how about this? So I have another ring related. So I have a buddy, and he saved up a lot of money, and he bought a very nice ring for his wife. They were married for, they've been married, they're still married. I'm guessing, I don't know, 15 years, something like that. Hmm. She not long ago said, I wanted a bigger diamond. We, had, we She's <laughs> successful. He's successful. I mean, they were. he was in law school at the time. She was in dental school. Not, you know, not a lot of resources. So he did the best he could. And it was very nice. Mm-hmm. And that's what he proposed with. And that's what they got married with and the whole thing. And then she's like, well, I want a bigger one. And his, and of course, he's, my buddy's always not trying to spend the money because that's him. But his argument was, and I agreed with him. Was I proposed? I bought. I saved for that ring. It was what I could afford. It was. It's. It's certainly acceptable by anyone's standards. Mm-hmm. I proposed with that. We got married with that. Now you want me to go buy you another ring just because it's bigger, or another diamond, just because it's bigger that has no meaning to us whatsoever. You simply want she a bigger, that bigger ring. ring. Okay, maybe she did her time. <laughs> Not saying she didn't, but I'm I'm in on the sentiment on this. I agree with that. Like the 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 diamond and the ring now mean hey, something. I'm still here. The new diamond doesn't mean anything. It simply means we have more money now, mm. or that you stuck around and you worked through all the hard stuff. You and, can look at it both ways. And so we should get a bigger... We but, should but, celebrate it. We're it, still together. It's an external thing. It's not an internal thing. Like, a bigger diamond only means something to someone else, but really. that's how you feel about it. It's individual, the person who's wearing it. I guess. <laughs> but all that money... You know, you, you, there's all kinds of other things that you could spend the money on. But doesn't that make more sense? Like you said, they became more successful throughout the 15 yeah. years no, I, together. I do get that. I'd but like, dumb like I think nice cars are dumb, you know, but like other people want a nice car. They want to flex that way. It's it's the same thing. It's so individual and personal. I just get, but but cars don't have the sentiment that, that an engagement it's ring would have. look at me. Look at this nice car I'm driving around in. Which is exactly what I'm against. I'm against the look at me thing. Because if I, if I propose to you with a little tiny ring, because that's all I can afford. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll go buy you something else that's more expensive, but yeah. why am I trading in that ring that I proposed to you with just so that you can have a ring from a jewelry case that doesn't mean anything to us? Yeah, I mean, if you want the money to go spend on something else, fine, but like the mm-hmm. ring met, I, that was, you know, like my Nana wore the same ring. I think my grandfather may have upgraded it slightly, but it was essentially the same ring that he proposed with. And I, and if you saw it, it doesn't look like an engagement ring. It doesn't, it's not, it's not fashionable, but that was my Nana's ring. And when I see that ring, I immediately think, of her because she was never not wearing it. Same with my grandfather's ring. My grandfather actually, his wedding ring had to have a diamond in it because my Nana's had a diamond in it, according to his mother. So his mother bought my grandfather's wedding ring, the one he wore for 60 years, because she didn't want him not to have a diamond when she had one. What? What does that tell you about (laughs) that relationship? Uh, Hey, Monica. Hi, good morning, Fred. Monica, hey, so, so hey, so the trend, I guess, is that people go get these rings and then they don't wear them anymore because they're afraid they'll get stolen or lost or whatever. Um, and so why spend all the money? I agree. It's what your boyfriend, fiancé, at the time could afford. My husband bought my ring at Sam's Club 26 years love ago. It. I love it. And I don't care where he got it from because it came from his heart. Mm-hmm. See, there you go. There you go. So he can go buy you now with the same amount of money, a much bigger diamond, 
but this isn't natural. It was made in a laboratory, but it's bigger. So that that says what? He loves you more. That's you have more money. No. Right. I mean, it could be the smallest diamond. It could be the biggest diamond. I don't care if it's real, lab. No. That matters is that you hear this? That's Kiki. real. That is real love. You hear this, Kiki? Mm-hmm. Yes, I want to get to that place one day. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to spend equal amount on the on the husband's ring. You know that, right? Rufio, no, I never heard that in my life. That is the first. Yeah. Today, I mean, years old. I bet. It. <laughs> Kiki, you might be engaged if you would take a lesser diamond. Oh you know what? That's crazy. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's crazy to you think know? that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, Tim? I heard Tim has some money in the bank right now that he would be more than happy to spend on a lab-grown diamond that you'd yeah. be proud to wear. Well, but now, instead, he's waiting another seven years to have enough money so he can buy you the same natural diamond. That's what So I guess we'll wait. Uh, we will. We you will wait. I, and I hope I don't meet my husband before then. What's that, Monica? Kiki. Huh? When you get that ring, when Big Tim proposes to you, you're not going to think about lab, natural, or anything. All you're going to think about is your man got you a ring, and you are going to be his forever. You're right. I, you I probably will think about that in the moment. And then I'll be like, Later. okay, now when we when he opens that pizza, no, When he opens that pizza box, <laughs> yeah. that pizza box got a ring in it. Uh, he better not. <laughs> Thank you, Monica. Have a good pizza day. Box. Sitting on that little table in the middle of the pizza. Bye. Bye. You're cute. <laughs> yeah, see, I'm not criticizing whatever choice you make. I just think, like, okay. Okay, if it's not about image, and I can get a ring that's exactly it looks exactly the same as the one I can afford for a quarter of the price. Well, I just saved a quarter of the price. Yeah, or, so or three much quarters of, life of is the about price. Image though, like it's just different things. But now you're telling me you're going to put it in the safe and not even wear it. So I may as well get you to fake as a fake. I mean, last girl. I get you to fake as a fake. I tried that. <laughs> you tried what? To get the fake as a fake? Well, no, but put it away. And I got yelled at for that. I mean. Because I'm like, I just, I like my little band, you know? She makes well, me he, happy. He did give you a, you know, a, a diamond mine. No. He, yeah, you gave up a lot for that. I did. Uh, <laughs> I promised a lot and I delivered. Yeah, and I, just, I think you're still going to pay for it. For the rest of <laughs> Hey, uh, Elena, how you doing? If you don't know about Paulina's Promise, then hit the iHeartRadio app and go back a little ways. Um, good morning. How are you? What do you want to say? Good morning. I just wanted to say I don't believe that you need to go and spend money on another diamond ring. I feel like, like you said, if he proposes with a diamond ring, that should be what he could afford at the time. And I don't think he needs to jump through like, oh, I... I uh, went through all these trials and errors with him, and I need another ring. Like, you guys should just go celebrate that with a vacation, possibly another country. Like, the amount you're going to spend on another ring, you could spend on a luxury vacation that's going to be worth more memories than a ring that, when you get older, you're going to have to get resized and all of that. Yeah, no, it's true. true. It's true. Thank you, Elena. Have a good day. You hear that? Look at this. These are probably all women who have beautiful marriages. Right. We haven't been there yet. So where we're sitting at, I need a decent ring. And then I want to. Then I'm gonna love you so much that I don't care about the ring no more. <laughs> I don't, don't want to be unromantic about it, and I wouldn't do this. But like, why not just go to the person and be like, "Here's how much I've got, and I'm about to go get this ring. Here's how much I got. Do you want me to? Do you want a natural? Or do you want a lab grown? Or do you want something Yo. else? Here's how much I got. So you tell me. Do you want a big ass ring that, that that's this much money? Do you want a littler ring that's natural that's this much money? Or do you want something totally different? I kind of really wish that was the norm. I really wish this was a collaborative effort. So. I know it's unromantic. 
romantic, I but know. like at I least wish. we're all on the same page. Like, yes. This is how much money I got. It can be like each relationship is different. You guys, can not be, my man. He, no. He's very much like okay. it's my thing, and okay. I'm like it's never happening. But in <laughs> my, but I would really love if he came to me with a budget, and I could say, you know, baby, go back to work. We're gonna pick up a couple more. <laughs> he's trying to, <laughs> he's trying to buy you that uh, that diamond that. that's in like Britain or whatever. Right. He's trying to get you that one, the Queen's diamond oh, or whatever. Is that what he's doing? Yeah, he no, he's saving up for that. And so when he gets enough money, I think it's somewhere around eight hundred. Million, but when he, when he gets there, then you're gonna be all set. What roofie? At least tell him your ring size. You don't want to end up like them slides you got for Valentine's Day. Exactly. Too small. Size too small. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. See? Yeah. Come talk to me, baby. I'll help you shop. Collaborative effort. Yes. <laughs> uh, trending stories, headlines to start your Friday next. And the entertainment report and blogs on the Fred Show. Glad you're here. Yeah, they talk better than they type. These are the radio blogs on the Fred Show. So it's like we're writing in our diaries, except we say them a lot, of course. We call them blogs. Jason. Yes. Got one? I do. Take it away. Thank you, dear blog. So I made the bold decision yesterday in the middle of the afternoon to FaceTime the ladies of this show with no warning. Really? The morning mommies. I am, hell yes, the morning mommies. (laughs) I have been helping them with a project for International Women's Day and I had an answer that was very intricate and I know very much that Kiki, I think along with Paulina, do not like voice notes. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to do that and I can't really type it out so I'm just going to blitz FaceTime them. So what I'd like to do is sort of walk you through the three different (laughs) versions of these women that I got because it it clocks, right? I've never never been bold enough to do something like that. Yeah. Just on the spot like that. I would freak out if I saw a FaceTime from you at 4 p.m. Yeah. yeah, no, if, if you do, you should freak out because uh, something's happening. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> something's, something's going on that You're you like, have to, you have to, <laughs> it's very rare that I need you to look in my face for me to tell you something. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So. so, here we go. First, we'll start with Paulina because she was too busy to answer. So, clocks. All right. right? Yeah. That's Sounds right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, clocks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I said what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. She Handling was, business. she was disposed. Yes. Literally. Okay. So, okay. second, Kiki answers driving. Yeah. So, she's like, I got service, y'all. Yeah, exactly. I was so happy. <laughs> because driving a large metal object down the road at about 70 miles an hour right. is right. not exciting enough. Yes. We got to add the element of also talking on the phone. Yeah. So, yes. yeah. On FaceTime. Do you right. have a, on a holder? Absolutely. No, I was being held. She yeah. was holding oh, me. Oh, safety first. Sorry, I'm sorry. No, she had a full apparatus that was so far. This, this is, you've nailed the personality. Yes, I know. I was like, okay, this can, can I guess what Kaylin did? Sure, yeah. Answered in a, in a tizzy. Is oh. everything okay? Is everything all right? What's going on? Um, No, no she no. was chill. She was chill. I think there was a tizzy, but for a different reason. Not so much anxiety, but I think okay. um, she was naked and <laughs> um, told me she was naked. And my first reaction was, why? Because it's 4 p.m. and we're naked. Why were you naked? <laughs> yeah, well, why not? Oh, okay. okay. And her yeah. response was, I'm always naked. So I said, okay. <laughs> so I'm talking to an empty Paulina box. I'm talking to Kiki, who's trying to drive while holding me on FaceTime, and a naked Kaylin in bed. So that was my afternoon yesterday. Did you see my butt, be honest? No. I did okay. not see your butt. I saw your like legs flailing in the air, okay. but like no. Okay. No butt. Mm-mm. Yeah, that is... 
My decolletage. You, you have embodied. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You have embodied exactly the Wait, ladies of the if show. If there's character traits, this was it. Like, I experienced yeah. them all Facts. at one time. Sam, yeah. you had the nerve to ask me why I'm naked in my own home. <laughs> Just the well, timing. Was like, like, I, I was like, like, like judging. why are you naked? Yeah. It's I mean, four. It was, it was 4 p.m. Yeah, yeah, was fine. I was just packing and hanging out. Yeah, I mean, you should, I was you know. just shocked that you FaceTimed. Like, you don't do that. I know. Kind of stuff. I know. But I was like, this is probably the most efficient. And let me just see. Let's go <laughs> oh, down. Let's start this I adventure together. It. Like, let's, you know, journey together. And this is what I got. <laughs> By the way, I do that, too, when it's, when it's laundry time. Like, I have, like, house clothes I like to wear. <laughs> They're pretty consistent. Yeah. Same kind of red shirt and yes. these basketball shorts. Mm-hmm. It's a wear at home. And I wash them every other day or something like that. Oh. Um, but when it's time to do laundry, I just take everything off. Yeah. I find everything that needs to go in the wash. <laughs> what? No, because what's the point of wearing what? clothes? Well, I'm in my home. What's, There's no the one else there. If I'm doing laundry, I don't want to then put empty the hamper only to then put something in the hamper. So I just take everything off and wash no, everything at once. Right. I was naked. I'm just imagining what? you naked in front of your washing right. so okay. You don't have another pair of shorts and well, a shirt. Well, I do. He doesn't want to dirty, but soil I, them. But then I'm, then I'm dirtying something else that's just going to wind up going back in the hamper. So I strip down completely. I live alone. Who cares? I strip down completely. I wash everything and then when everything comes out. It's all clean. There could be a fire and you just out here naked. Well, I have other clothes. Right. Put them on. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why do I have to? I'm alone what in my house. Like, so, what else, then what do you do? You're naked in your house, then what do you do? Yeah. I don't know. Go the lay in my bed and wait for the laundry to be done. the paper. Yeah. Well, you make it sound like I only own one outfit. Like, I mean, if, I, if the fire alarm goes, it's stop, drop, and roll. You don't have time to right. find out. <laughs> hey, then I'm naked. Nothing to catch fire. You're going to be in your balcony. Hey! Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, I might get saved faster. (laughs) Might get saved slower. (laughs) No, not him. We'll leave him. Oh, boy. I've been working out, guys. I like, you know. So I like the way I look, I guarantee it. Uh, waiting by the phone is new and next. Fresh so. show is on. It feels good. Don't tell him. Technically, yeah, technically single. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, good news, happy stories. Every day on the show, we share them with you. Kayla, what'd you find? Earlier this week, the Maui Humane Society in Hawaii reunited a cat with her owners after she was displaced by the wildfires that occurred in the area last year. The cat named Mihana was found by the organization after surviving 100 days days in the burn zone, said the Maui Humane Society in a new Facebook post. So, Mihana's family was relocated to Hawaii's mainland after the natural disaster, where they filed a missing report, but as they later moved miles away, um, they lost hope of reuniting with her, but their task force found them. They're overjoyed. The photos are very sweet, um, and they said it took a village due to navigating flights and snow in the forecast, but they found the little cat, and she's oh. back with their owners. Oh. I know. I didn't know you could do this, but uh, human doctors stepped in to perform a rare emergency C-section on a gorilla mom after she went into labor five weeks early. The story is incredible, and it's a breathtaking reminder of the similarities between gorillas and humans. This happened at the Fort Worth Zoo in Texas. A mother gorilla showed signs of a pregnancy complication that's called preeclampsia that is identical mm-hmm. to those 
seen in human mothers. Oh, so the okay. zookeepers then call the team of gynecologists who usually spend their time looking after pregnant women, human women, to assist the urgent delivery. Arriving at the zoo, they determined that if it were a human in the same condition, an emergency C-section would be required to save the life of both the infant and the mother. Alongside vets, they then proceeded with the operation, um, who was five weeks before term. The newborn required urgent resuscitation. The event became the highlight of the team members' respective careers. Anyway, everyone's safe now. Everyone's okay. But human doctors and vets all together. Who knew? I love that. Isn't that sweet? Mm. Yeah. Here we go. All right. Hey, you did. I didn't do that. I just pushed the button. Neurotic does what neurotic wants, okay? I just pushed play. Yeah. Let's go. DJ Neurotic, the Friday Throwback Dance Party is on. Hashtag FTGP. You can text us, too. We'll scout you out. Fred Show is on. It's Friday. The Fred Show is on. Everybody. Why, hello, everyone. Good morning. It is Friday, February 23rd. The Fred Show's on. Hi, Kaylin. Good morning. Hello, Jason Brown. Hi. Hi, Rufio. Hello. Hi, Paulina. Hi. Hi, Kiki. Good morning. Shelby Shelley intern Benjamin, not Benjamin. The whole crew is here waiting by the phone is new. This was shady. If you missed it, you've got to hear it next. A couple of minutes away. The Entertainment Report with Kaylin after that. What are you working on? Ooh, Andy Cohen getting hit with a sexual harassment suit. we got to talk about it. Also, shout out to uh, Cal's Angels. My friends, Cal's Angels, St. Charles, going to uh, host their God Hope Gala tomorrow. Tomorrow night, Drury Lane. Uh, and that's in Oakbrook Terrace, by the way, in case you're wondering. It is, yeah. mm-hmm. The Muffin Man lives on Drury Lane. Yeah, he does. You know what's funny is I, my trainer, Gideon, yesterday said the exact same thing. <laughs> and I was like, huh? And he's like, Shrek? I'm like, Gideon, you're far too cool and too good looking to be quoting Shrek well, right now. Shrek. Yeah, like, it's a nursery you, yeah, rhyme. Yeah, it's a nursery rhyme. Oh, he said it was a Shrek reference. Oh, I, Lord. I just don't remember that. Right. Do you, <laughs> do know, you the muffin, know the, the muffin, muffin Man? The Muffin I, Man. Well, I do know the Muffin <laughs> Man. I, he lives on Drury Lane. Oh. I never put that go. together the whole time I lived I hadn't there. either. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't need life. to. Yeah. Oh, I'll see myself. I don't usually take dates. The one year I took, uh, I did take someone I was seeing to the event, and that person just complained the whole time. Which I will say, because you're working, I am. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I really can't pay attention to you know, because I'm just I'm being swarmed by fans the whole time. Like there were probably at least two people that asked me for a picture, at least out of 1,200 people that attend. So that was I was busy. Oh, obviously, okay. yeah. Um, I'm, I'm actually swarmed by no one to be honest, but. <laughs> doesn't matter because uh, it's about the kids. Cal's Angels wishes awareness and research. That's their deal. Been working with them for a long time. They do incredible work. Last year, they raised, um, I think it was $1.3 million it's last year at this one event. Wow. Uh, thanks to a lot of really generous people. And, of course, it benefits um, kids fighting cancer in Chicagoland, also in Iowa as well, of all places. So they get a raffle and they get all kinds of stuff. Um, and I look forward to being out there tomorrow night with, uh, with Stacy and the crew and all of them in my tux. Yeah, one point three five mil last year. Uh, thank you for including the, yeah. the five. I left. The, I said oh, one point three. Sorry. You know, and then, but he, mm-hmm. you're right. It was one point three five six. <laughs> it was one point three five six. Does that guy still do the bike ride across the country? Still- oh yeah, no. The um, oh god. Uh, why am I? Why is it escaping me? What it's called? Uh, Warriors, Warrior Wheels, uh, War on Wheels. Yeah, War on Wheels. Yeah, they do that. Yes, Brad does that. He leads that. Wow. Yeah. I think I told you one year they were like maybe it was last year too. They were like. <laughs> yeah. You can come. Yeah. You can come ride the last like three miles. 
I'm like, you you rode all the way across the country, and you want me? No. I'm like, absolutely not. Like, I will not do that. Mm-hmm. That is the that is some poser stuff right there. Like me, all like I'll grow my beard out and be all sweaty and my bike up, and I'm like, man, this was tough. This was tough. Take all the media interviews. Be like, yeah, you know, we went a long way. Ice and snow and rain and hail. Tell you what, but it's all for the kids. You know what I mean? It's all for the kids. Uh, But those guys really do that. One year they did all of, uh, was it, um, they went California. It was Route 91. or Route 66. Route 66. -hmm. They did the whole thing, and now they they do it every year. It's incredible. But again, all all for um, to benefit kids and families who are battling cancer. So, calsangels.org if you want more info on that. It's the one time of year I have to tie a bow tie though, because I go for the hand tied one. Oh, I don't I don't mess around with the clip on. Okay. You know what I mean? No, I go. But but every year I have to get on YouTube to remind myself how to do it because <laughs> every year it takes me about twenty minutes, and every year I am sweating by the end of the <laughs> the tying of the bow tie, which is embarrassing. Is it untied? Later in the night, you know what I'm saying how the hang. Oh, you know what? You know it does. Yeah. You know, a couple, a couple cocktails. I turn into James Bond over here. You know? <laughs> oh yeah, but you know me, a little more casual look. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. I'll tell you, the, the suburban housewives do love me though. So it's a big night. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season, and so are we. I'm Tori Deal, and I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars Four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Ariel. I moved to the U.S. at 19. I spoke no English, and I struggled finding job opportunities. Everything I have, I owe to the Adult Literacy Center and getting my high school diploma at age 22. It was an honor helping you achieve your greatness. Now you're helping others achieve theirs. It inspires me. When you graduate, they graduate. Find free and supportive adult education centers near you at finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. 